Namaste. I welcome you all to this 21st session of Guru Bodha. Coming directly to the topic, it, it appears as if every week there is a new variant of uh, the coronavirus and uh, you know, new channels and there is kind of mass hysteria. And so now in, in the last week we have this Omicron and the rate of transmissibility has been very high in this. 25% of people who were tested in South Africa were testing positive, which is a very high rate of trans transmissibility. And but from what we know uh, from the information that we have thus far is that the uh, hospitalization rate is very low compared to the other variants and all. And uh, this particular virus carries 30 new mutations on the spike protein on the other on the coronavirus. Uh, usually. One mutation means one new variant, but it has undergone 30 new mutations and suddenly a, a, an entirely a different form of coronavirus has come up. The reason for that is told as uh, it has stayed, coronavirus has stayed in the non-vaccinated persons for several months and finally figured out a way to infect via multiple mutations, meaning over a period of several months, it was undergoing mutation. And now that uh, it has figured out a way to you know, infect and be uh, show its uh, symptoms. New viruses have become very common. Uh, you know, there will always be new viruses, new bacteria. And even in the bacteria world also, uh, several of bacteria are becoming, uh, you know, drug resistant. Uh, the antibiotics that were, that were considered as top order has become useless now for, you know, a new set of antibiotics are coming. But in Ayurveda, the approach is different. Guru Raja sir, uh, rather than worrying about new variants every week, we should be concentrating on our health, improving our immunity and making our body robust by natural Ayurvedic ways, because there will always be a new variant next week. So definitely, uh, there is no meaning in uh, going behind those viruses. Let there be any number of mutations and any number of uh, transformations. Let us keep our body, our host, our home very safe by using various techniques like Sadvratha, by consuming Swastahita Dravyas, by maintaining proper Agni, following the Dhinacharya and Ritucharya, doing proper Vyayama and all these things, followed by even meditation, Dhyana, Pranayama, all these rituals and the holy practices definitely of course, uh, added upon with uh, certain um, Rasayana and Swastaita um, Dravyas, maybe even some Vajikarana Dravyas, they tend to act as uh, immunomodulators and they stimulate the immunity in such a way that we will have a resistance to new mutations and all those things. So that's what then expected out of uh, our uh, body, what we are supposed to do it. But unfortunately, the people will run behind so many other things and they think that simply say you're taking one or two drugs or single, simple, single herbs or something like that, give them a very good quality immunity. That is not true. That immunity has to be maintained with many set of functions like even following Sadachara, Sadvratta, Dhinacharya, Ritucharya, Vyayama and even better quality sleep, Nidra, everything. If these things are followed in a proper manner, and of course, added upon with certain Rasayana Dravyas, definitely it will do things. And we need to take care of our host body. That's what very clearly the previously even the westernized uh, many people like Louis Pasteur has said, host is everything, microbe is nothing. That we need to keep in mind. A host is everything. We need to keep the host proper. Once your host body is proper, then we can face any number of mutations or anything. I think even the several Ayurveda experts are missing is the first point that you told regarding Sadhruta and Sadachara. In the chapter of uh, uh, Janapada Dvamsa, Master Charaka clearly enlists uh, lack of Sadhruta. Uh, Sadhruta means a healthy code of conduct, right, righteous code of conduct, respecting gods, respecting elders, respecting teachers, and uh, you know following the rules, uh, being positive spreading love, spreading positivity, spreading brotherhood rather than hatred. So uh, that is also so very important. It's not like uh, we just maintain a healthy life by just taking a few herbs or medicines. 
it's also a lot about our daily conduct uh, daily behavior and all and this well as we see it is not just a, a, a collection of few uh, few living beings and few microbes and few plants it's much more and cosmic energy all those things play such a vital role uh, we, we need to take care about those aspects as well so love and positivity definitely we need to have that positivity in our uh, surroundings and we need to send the positive vibrations and to get positive vibrations so that is what uh, it is expected out of that we need to send a uh, good things in the form of taking care of people who are uh, really need of our help and uh, we are even including the doing good thing to the environment and maintaining the healthy relationship with even the surrounding uh, atmosphere and if we are doing all these things definitely that is what the sadhachara has said very clearly the righteous behavior what we are supposed to do it if you follow that that is a very important because we know that nowadays every disease has been said but the previously there was a very clear-cut separation of psychosomatic disorders somatic disorders and psychic disorders but now the people have said therefore in every disease there is a psychic content or somatic content so everything is almost psychosomatic and we need to maintain the manas or we need to maintain the the proper higher functions so otherwise it may give some trouble that's what we are seeing in many of the systemic diseases also where there is a stress component or something from the mental uh, stature if something comes from that angle then then there will be uh, abundancy or even the virulence or the uh, disease manifestation will be much robust and much troublesome so that's what very clearly suggests that the mind involvement that is the reason always our acharyas have said whenever there is something wrong we want to search don't go out searching in the outside search inside go inside that's the meditation that's the real thing what they said so we need to understand our body our nature our mindset and everything then accordingly send the fire positive vibrations so that the things will be in a right way so that is the reason we need to maintain a cordial relationship between our uh, surroundings and even all other um, our co uh, existing microorganisms it may be or anything which is living in this world along with us so this earth or this galaxy even belongs to them so they have all their rights to live in so of course we need to uh, protect ourselves at times we need to kill something to live that is uh, natural existence so we need to take up only those part of it which is explained in ayurveda that is sadhachara sadvratta and even following a good character and conduct and doing good things sending positive vibes maintaining dinacharya rutucharya vyayama nidra and all these things definitely added with certain herbs uh, they are very clear uh, rasayana dravyas definitely the immunity part will take care of and once immunity is taken care then automatically host will be sustained and microbe is nothing which can we can face the microbe in any mutation format yes uh, and one important thing that i observed in your narration was that you know I mean, we have to show love and respect to all people but it should not be at the cost of our own interests also uh, there's a famous clinical psychologist called jordan peterson he says before going and you know changing the world changing the society and bringing society into right track clean your room he says that is one of the uh, famous sentences and uh, you know, i mean that the cleansing cleaning and uh, detoxifying the society should start with detoxifying ourselves our body our mind and how how we think and all and uh, another thing uh, i mean just today i i read it so i remember it uh, very uh, this one uh, one major problem that we all have is like lack of content uh, lack of content and satisfaction in what we have or where we are going there's no sense of happiness like we are craving all the time a lot of apps are coming a lot of smartphones are coming new technologies coming crypto web web 1 web 2 and web 3 is coming but still we are not like a, I mean, there there's no satisfaction uh, content here so there's a famous thinker called as ravel navikant he's an entrepreneur and i think he says if you cannot enjoy your coffee today you will not enjoy your yacht tomorrow whatever the building whatever the uh, sophistication that you, that may come to you as long as you are not enjoying the coffee that you have today you will not enjoy a big building or big yacht or luxurious home tomorrow 
so some we need to be in present and enjoy the moment rather than worrying too much about future sir definitely you see we should have a proper planning for the future there is no problem it's not a taboo that we should not think about the future but thinking too much about the future and not living in the present this is also not right way of living we need to enjoy we need to understand we need to be you know healthy in a such a manner that our thoughts process should be very neat and clean we should not have any negative thoughts regarding for example what how why these problems will occur means many a times whenever there is a situation people try to compare with the the fellow friends he is having that vehicle and i am not having this vehicle and he is having that um, building and this much of land and i don't have this he is having that much of uh, gold and i don't have so all these things will definitely will going to cause my life is my life and his life is his life when you until unless if you don't understand this then you will be always be trying to compare with the people and that comparison always gives you trouble and it leads to pain yeah and recently uh, twitter ceo jock dasi resigned and his place has been taken by parag agarwal and he's from, he's from iit and suddenly he has become a millionaire and you know he's starting from elon musk lot of uh, famous uh, tech celebrities have started following and there was a joke going on uh, here that time for every engineer to quit the whatsapp group family whatsapp group because everybody will be every engineer in india will pressurize that see parag parag agarwal has gone uh, gone to ceo position when you are going to uh, ceo position so comparison and uh, deriving uh, sadness out of happiness of other people has become kind of a trend these days you know that's what uh, many times we see that uh, there's a famous saying in hindi hum hap se apne dukh se dukhi nahi hai lekin dusron ke sukh se dukhi hai we are na unhappy because of somebody is happy that is the main problem so we need to be very very careful in this his life is his life my life is my life and enjoy the life what you have today and if you are able to breathe laugh you can see and you can walk around definitely feel free and happy say that that i am doing all this thing because in world there are so many people they can't do all these things what you are doing today so that is the one feel we should have of course comparison is good but compare to the level which is required not beyond a certain limit going on comparing for every nook and time and just trying to point out the things and trying to achieve a new goal and all those things but it should be in a healthy race it should not beyond a certain limit so what are the measures to come out of this negative rut for example i am jealous i have negative thoughts i have nightmares of other people succeeding which is keeping me up all night i'm not able to sleep so it is there with me so how to come out of it i mean it's very so natural that you know there's a thin demarcation between healthy competition and feeling jealous and you know self inflicting pain so how to what are the steps to come out of it uh, book reading positive people going to temple yoga pranayama do you have any steps it is very very clear if you are looking at other fellow and his growth or her growth and trying to compare with you you are spending your certain quality time if you spend this quality time for how you can grow yourself how you can think for future how what you can do it and how you can run it if you think on those lines and concentrate on only on what you can do with your life don't compare just do whatever you want to do it with your life if you to start doing and using your time for your life automatically you will not be in a position or you will not be in a way of understanding others or trying to compare with others in a bad manner so it should be such comparison is good just it gives an idea or a direction where you have to run but it doesn't mean that don't try to compare that he has gone wrong and uh, we um, have to go, uh, be fast or something like that so such type of uh, competition is not at all good and it definitely gives unnecessary uh, stress factor inducing related to lot of diseases and even of course it main uh, its effect will be on heart most of the time will end up in uh, heart related disorders 
rather than mind related people will think that there something happened to my nation you will go to heart because manas is present in heart and definitely there will be problem with that so we need to understand that of course there is a competition we need to know the competition but we need to de- bifurcate or demarcate somewhere that i should not run beyond this let me have this much and i should concentrate only on my running i should not concentrate on my fellow runners runners who are running so if that type of mentality if we inculcate and we try to do that and of course controlling the mind and doing all these things will definitely come by meditation dhyana and the way we develop ourselves and the way we involve in this type of uh, comparisons so definitely we can control ourselves saying that i should stop here comparing whenever you if you are feeling you are going beyond certain limit you should tell yourself this step the way of self containment or controlling the things is the first thing you should put breaks to your thoughts and that's a way of you are handling it and of course many times when this step this happens unnecessarily you lose your uh, night sleep thinking of something other than that if you think in other way you would have slept normally i mean normally and uh, would have enjoyed the next morning with a very bright you know uh, with the clarity of mind and uh, no hangovers but you have lost your important sleep in the night and then the next day you will get up with uh, hangovers and still sleepiness and your next day is also spoiled so that's what the way we need to understand that unnecessary thinking unnecessary comparison must be stopped and that is forcefully stopped by many times i mean we, we have a youtube channel instagram channel and all but there are several other youtube and insta channel instagram channels with millions of views i mean one day they they put put out the video and next day there are like millions of views so when we put out we we get only 100 to 200 views so you know our employees were also worried that you know why our channel is not growing in comparison to others so uh, what we decided was let's compare ourselves last month versus this month last year this month versus this year this month so let's compare our own growth and as long as there is our own growth we need not worry about others we'll get there it takes time and as long as we get new ideas and as long as we are creating new content and putting our honest efforts you know results will come you know it all it all come, comes back to uh, lord krishna's god krishna's karmane vadikarase mafale sukadachana we have the right only for the hard work but we do not have the rights on the end result and even uh, even in the modern gym pe- gym going people they will always compare other people and feel uh, feel bad so david goggins one of the you know motivating speaker and uh, you know best selling author he says uh, take a picture of your body in front of a, a mirror every day when you are going to gym or running or whatever bodybuilding and compare week by week as long as you are feeling better you, you you should not be worrying about other people are not getting you know, six packs or eight packs uh, so probably that is the way to go sir so definitely uh, comparing our own uh, performances and uh, trying to win over the other things and uh, setting our own targets and goals and uh, achieving and breaking the records of our own uh, records that is a nice way of doing things that is a right way of doing things and that will definitely give scope for the growth but unnecessarily uh, compare with the others then you will have lot of issues and you it will make you to um, land in trouble and that should not be done after sadhruta you talked about dinacharya uh, we have another uh, professor uh, dr sandeep bekal so while explaining uh, uh, about uh, he was taking class for us in dinacharya and he said that so whatever we do uh, in the dinacharya chapters that ashtangradaya and charak samhita explain so anjana eye cleansing a sort of detoxification of eyes then there is nasya then there is kavala and gandusha then dhumapana so all these are in a way kind of creating a protective uh, layer over the nasal mucosa or the eyes and uh, and in the oral mucosa uh, along with the detoxification with following all these including vyayama and other things one is many detoxification every day and also many strength building and protecting uh, protecting our orifices and protecting our uh, point of entry of microbes like eyes 
nasal entry, ears, uh, oral, uh, oral cavity and so on. Definitely, that is the reason why the dinacharya has been told. It is uh, removing the malas from the various orifices and as well as trying to maintain the efficacy of those areas and the tissues over there and to maintain that, uh, that uh, beautiful concepts of dinacharya has been explained. And uh, probably the only science in the entire world which speaks about uh, these much about how to maintain the healthy body I think Ayurveda is the one science which speaks about the, with all these things and how the according to the nature, how the seasonal changes and what should be done at what time, all these things. Of course, this type of uh, clarity, I think it's only Ayurveda can um, prescribe to the world because it's one of the wonderful signs which has explained all these things in a very beautiful manner. And uh, you just remember these informations being given by our Acharyas even maybe after a lot of trial and error and they ultimately they are given the truth and that too without charging anything it is a free of cost uh, that is a very important nowadays anything if we have got everywhere that is a intellectual property right and there is something and we need to have some royalty or something like that but our Acharya has given bundles and bundles of data and information science and knowledge and without charging anything that is a truth and we need to keep in that mind that we also supposed to maintain that thing and we also supposed to give certain things to the society in return. We need to do some seva, some sort of works and some sort of activities which will definitely carry on this legacy of giving this information and giving the seva and even all these things to the next next generation. It should be carried forward. Yeah, one thing that I observed is there was a, a group discussion in which somebody said that uh, and when somebody, some doctor asks about a treatment plan, we should not, I mean, uh, the doctor who is treating may, may or may not explain the treatment, actual medicines and actual therapies, but just in general line of treatment is sufficient. But you came forward and said that uh, we need to, I mean, if we have treated the case successfully, we should be bold enough to explain the treatment, the dosage, the actual medicines and why, why you prescribe. So uh, I have seen that in every case discussion, you come forward and, you know, voluntarily explain the whole thing without hiding anything. So if, if you are really done a good work and, and if you really want other people, you have to tell it all. Otherwise, there is no point in self-boosting and it will be just a self-promoting exercise. I have treated this disease. Sir. See, very, uh, very simple concept is that if I have done at my clinic a mild setup and I got a particular type of result, I would like to understand whether this result is just an accidental result or it's a reality. So then I should give out this combination or formulas or the conditions and similar type of conditions in the different geolocation conditions. If they try and do it and if they also get the results, then that is a very, very important and that gives a confidence not only in the science, it also gives confidence in the way we um, carry forward the information. So that is a reason we need to go for these type of things. Of course, when we do a multi-center trial and other, that type of thing, that is a protocol we do it. Otherwise, here it is an independent uh, place and where people, if they want to try out my formulas, I am most the happiest person to give out the formulas. Let them try, let them come back with their uh, results. Then let me compare with those results and where I made mistakes or where they made mistakes. There is always a scope for the correction and improvement and definitely this will going to increase the knowledge of understanding as well as their implication in a different set of conditions. And that will be a very nice way of uh, treating a person as well as uh, maintaining the legacy of Ayurveda and carrying forward those information to the next next generation. We need to. Because today, if I am able to get all this information and I could use it for my patients and my prosperity, then it is my responsibility that I should hand over these information and these things to the, my next generation that they should carry forward. So that's why 
there is no question of uh, hiding anything in here whatever it is the case we have taken we have used it what are the medicines we use even i say even which company i used it because let them have uh, that um, you know um, benefit that we have used the, their the, those companies products let them also have the benefit of uh, and even uh, people will get the confidence of using those things and multiple center at multiple times so people are using their product then automatically the validity and product and the brand building of product will takes place and not only that even the people will involve in uh, understanding and using ayurveda and thereby the promotion of ayurveda takes place so there is not be any question of hiding or um, some you no know, such type of things i don't recommend any of that type i am very open to that what are the medicines we use that should be said to the people who ask it uh, one that i observed from your uh, statements was that you, you also want to like if you have committed mistake you want to improvise maybe try uh, try medicines which other people have used so after 20 21 22 years of uh, ayurveda practice also you, you see that there is there are chances of learning there are chances of improvement and uh, one of the problems that i see in some western uh, this not to blame others just to uh, just for improving so, some western practitioners is that they have learned ayurveda for 5 years so, so they know everything so uh, and I, i i am an expert in nasya i am an expert in rhinitis i can treat everything so that that's not the right approach and we should be very humble because uh, one one thing i have recently saw is in dev dev dr devi prasad shetty a world renowned uh, cardiologist of narayana hridayalaya he he said in one of the interviews that uh, some uh, cardiac patients in whom they are very sure to uh, you know make make him survive they usually lose the patient and some uh, cardiac patients in whom there is no hope at all uh, still they survive so it's not like i know everything about certain such disease there's there's always something to learn and being humble and be, being uh, always be learning is the mantra sir acharya has very clearly mentioned this in our uh, classical text that we should not uh, with a confidence and assurity and these things we should say that i will treat this condition definitely particularly when dealing with vata vyadis very clearly acharya has said don't give any sort of such assurances you don't know how this vata vyadi behaves you may be thinking that this disease can be very easily i can control and it may just right away slip away from your hands and very hopeless case may be miraculously gets a survival and becomes normal so this is a very quiet thing and we are here just as a moderators we are not god we are here just to do a moderation in between wherever there is a possibility of rectifying those disease uh, parameters that we will be doing it so for that reason i should not claim that i am an expert in that and i am expert in this god only knows who is expert uh, and there is a question here uh, which herbs can be used to reduce tamas negativity selfish thinking ego problems jealousy can those be treated with herbs and therapies or just the psychotherapy or counseling is the way to go counseling and uh, psychotherapy or something like that it is a must and here counseling sankalpa that part plays a very important role and of course satvavajya chikitsa should be done as a part of herbs what we can recommend here is the one is manduka parani the very important herb then other one is tulsi what i recommend and the third one is shankapushpi these drugs will definitely do certain uh, influences on the mind and they help to come out with a some sort of that negative feeling will be uh, cleared off so the, that the reason uh, we suggest that these herbs can be improving the sattva so it can be taken but along with that just simply don't depend on the herbs itself you need to go for the counseling sankalpa and even patient should be made to feel that yes i can do it and i will do it or i won't do this one that type of sankalpa if we could able to do it then only the things will settle down
interestingly you mentioned about tulsi uh, apart from uh, regular uh, you know regular health benefits and medicinal benefits it has some spiritual angle to it also we we drink tulsi water uh, after doing abhishekam to uh, to the uh, to the gods in our hindu culture uh, we take and eat leaves of tulsi as part of uh, as prasadam so it helps to control or curb our excessive external attractions excessive sexual urges and uh, so controlling the indriyas is probably one of the benefits of tulsi tulsi is one of the drug which enhances the sattva of a person so once the sattva is improved which automatically suppresses the tamas as well as rajasika qualities so if the sattvika qualities of a person is improved automatically rajasika and tamasika qualities will go down yes sir and this is a little bit of a cliche question uh, we know that you know omicron is is not that much of a, a real threat and you know i mean as long as we are doing good on healthy daily activities dinacharya ritchara should not be worrying uh, but but still i get a lot of these questions as i'm asking you uh, if you decide on four or few herbs which you recommend to take on a daily basis as a immunity booster which would be better definitely in these conditions as well as the other issues related with immunity the few important drugs which i rely upon are particularly estimadu ashwagandha and particularly kalamegha these drugs are very good and even haridra of course guduchi so these five drugs will definitely do the things turmeric kalamega licorice ashwagandha guduchi so lot of stress there on immunity body nourishment uh, respiratory health and rasa rakta shuddhi uh, it definitely it can take care of agni it take cares of rasa it can take cares of uh, rakta mamsa medha asti all these seven dhatus so it can taken care and that is a best combination we can go for it and any particular medicines to have general immunity especially with relation to respiratory and cardiac health uh, in in these uh, periods of viruses you see even the government of india has come out with the ayush kwate tab and ayush kwate chudna that also has a four combination that is also one of the important combination and there are so many companies they have got uh, many of the immune uh, related uh, models like uh, immuno immunop and uh, imosol im, uh, immuno there are many many such immuno components are there available in the market you can use them and most of them do contain these drugs only what i listed out such type of things either in the form of pipali adigrita or indukanta grita or pipali and these other drugs with that the thinking in the uh, backdrop is that agni should be maintained agni should be proper once the agni is good then definitely the things will get absorbed and of course our body very clearly said kaya agni if it is good it maintains the retains all other agnis so that's the reason our acharyas have also very clearly stated that all the diseases are produced due to manda agni so in order to maintain that we need to always keep up agni in a normal sea how how do you rate chavamprash sir one of the problems that i and you know many many doctors i speak to come up with chavamprash is it is such a famous medicine that everyone knows about it and when the doctor prescribes chavamprash for example oh that we already know i mean why I mean, why would they, why would they come to why would the patients come to doctor to prescribe so this is this kind of a common phenomenon do you ever prescribe chavamprash or is it having significance in this world of viruses definitely chavanaprash has its own role but um, fortunately unfortunately in market whatever the chavanaprash is available it is made rich with extra sugar if you really prepare the chavanaprash as per the lines given in the book that will not be so tasty what presently chavanaprash are there in the market so if it is chavanaprash prepared in a textual manner or in a good manufacturing practice as described in our samhitas and uh, sharga samhita and such type of things then people will automatically 
feel that this is not the right type of thing this uh, chavana prasha is not good that chavana prasha is very tasty so ultimately they comes to the taste not the efficacy so for the point of from the efficacy if it is concerned it is better we need to go for any combination you can go for kushman rasayana is also good you can even go for the vasavaleha that is also good but at this point of time depending upon the workplace and depending on the type of uh, season and everything we can select but now as you pointed out in the winter season of course chavana prasha is one of the good option it can be yeah as a question here what are the best medicines to increase bones nails and hair health for menopausal women so they do not develop arthritis and if these women have developed arthritis what can be done either to reverse or arrest the progression of arthritis so bone health takes a beating once the woman woman goes past menopause uh, largely due to lack of estrogen supply how to go about it panchadikta gulagruta panchadikta gulagruta with lakshadigugulu that is sufficient which take care of your um, bone health as well as your hair and uh, nails and everything still if you want to add on then there is a gandataila this will definitely help to retain the bone mass bone strength bone health everything panchatikta gulagruta are even mahatikta gruta because this tiktaka grutas are very good in asti majjavaha shrotasas so panchatikta gulagruta are mahatikta gruta gandataila lakshadi gugulu these are the certain combinations which you can make it uh, and and there's another uh, related question so i personally am not against say vitamins or calcium supplements i mean i my line of thinking is that if there is a if patient has clearly b12 deficiency if it is vitamin b supplement then it would increase of course the dietary supplementation is better than medicine supplementation i mean supplementing with medicines but still if there is a clear problem and clear medicine it can be taken but several ayurveda people think that in this case of calcium deficiency and you know lack of bones and all the argument is that let's develop the agni let's improve the agni and correct our agni and srotasas and kostas and dhatu level uh, corrections let's do and that will only take care of uh, vitamin supply deficiency or folic acid or uh, hemoglobin or calcium so there's the argument is that there's no need for direct supplementation what is your line of thinking there sir see it's very clear there should be supply if supply is there then only if channels are open or the shrotasas are open agni is functioning then only it can imbibe the things modern medicine or that western system has identified a vitamin b12 or vitamin d or something like that ayurveda have identified it in different manner may not be exact correlation we don't find it so for that reason their existence cannot be accepted or taken that is not the truth i cannot say that my god is only god there is no other god that is not a way of thinking that my god is something which i know in my format there may be some other formats also ultimately everybody is trying to reach to god so since similarly uh, this particular tiktagrata um, uh, and these type of combinations we use it definitely it improves the bone health and it opens up the uh, agni as well as it improves the agni it clears the channels and it is giving nourishment to the bones and even asti majjava shrotasas so you say usually these combination will definitely help but for example in any case a patient comes to me with all sort of these pain and all those things and they also come with a report saying that the her vitamin d is very very low i don't hesitate to just replace vitamin d what is available in the market by using vitamin d that will be given clearing the channel and improving the agni that i will be doing it but supplementation of vitamin d is also to be done i ask the patient to stand in sun take uh, all uh, available um, uh, vitamins like d rise or whatever it is in the brands in the market you take accordingly there is no harm in it but maintain the things along with that proper agni and all those things and channels and then rest of the things can be done later on but initially when there is a very deep crisis the person has to be lifted out from the crisis so that's the reason 
if something has to be given as a supplemented we should not hesitate see for example if somebody is having a very severe anemia and you think that improve agni and open the channel and maintain the thing and it is the thing or right way we go for a blood transfusion our primary point is that life of a patient is a must it should be survived then he can be given for any sort of other experimentations so that is the way we should think of it and very rational in that approach if it is a very much severe problem then it should be addressed accordingly then go for the corrections whatever the needed yeah um, this is the point uh, like a fanatical way of thinking ayurveda versus practical way and giving respect to other supplements or you know wherever it is required that kind of opening up of mindset is required like madhyama marga there is one set of uh, ayurveda practitioners who are like modernized and westernized and they think only in the westernized way and there are other set of ayurveda doctors they are in in totally fanatic and you know samhitas and they are digging deep into the commentaries and what not so a balanced way is the way to go definitely we see we, every information very clearly said ano bhadra krutavo yantu vishvadaha we say that we well, let the good knowledge come from every direction and i acharya charaka has also said everything which is said available in this universe is available in this uh, samhita i have made it 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 it's only gives a idea that that we need to get it from everywhere so when something is there which is real thing and the patient is having problem then we need to give them some support then definitely we need to uh, approach to a condition in a very practical manner uh, i should not just simply because uh, no i can't do this one i can't do that one no if it is a right time then i should even refer the patient to a right place then once he is survived and then he will come back doctor you have sent me to a very di- good direction and in, in time and even doctor praise it there that for a right t- timely you have been referred uh, the patient to a right kindly stay a place and that's why we now i am today i am uh, survived so all these things happens so we need to be very moderate and we considerate and should be rational and we should be rigid at certain places and we should be very liberal at certain places we should not be totally uh, should not feel that it is a taboo i should not look at the supplements i should not look at the other way of you know that is not the right way of doing things we should be open for all sort of discussions and churning only that manthana uh, can only bring out the good things that's what he said ayurveda very clearly vaidya samuha nisamshe karanam so when many the doctors are there they are keeping all their opinions ultimately churning that vidya sambhasha buddhi vardana nam that's the reason we need to have all these things so why did you go for a google tiktaka krita or maha tiktaka krita because tiktaka tikta rasa asat is vata increasing and uh, i mean what is the logic i mean how it is related to bone health astida very clearly it is explained in samhitas Uh, this uh, tiktaka grita and uh, panchtikta grita and these tiktaka gritas are very very good in astivah shroto vikaras so why it is astivah shroto vikaras very clearly even though they are tikta in rasa but it is in the form of gritha and that gritha in that tikta format will definitely nourish the tissues vata and thereby avoids the rukshata so that rukshata which is causing a brittleness and keeping the bone and everything is out that will be cleared or saved by using tiktaka grithas we can use any other grithas also in the time but tiktaka grithas will have a balancing effect that tikta guna i mean tikta rasa will be doesn't allow the snigdha to become overriding on that so how much it is required that will be balanced by using these tiktaka grithas yes pradeepa ji please go ahead with your question uh, namaste dr gururaj i uh, actually dr janardan actually asked the same question right because tiktakara is used usually has his lekan and uh, in in fact some depletion properties so i had a similar question why did you go for tiktaka grithas and also how does it help in the bone density is it directly related to like estrogen levels is is it specific to women with uh, the, in the menopausal phase or is it for anybody going through any type of uh, bone acid dhatu related issues 
it is for the astidatu related it may be in men or women in both the cases it has been given because it's very clearly said tiktagrutas are used in astidatu asti majjhagata vikaras very clearly it is stated so that is a reference pratyaksha i mean from aptopadesha we have taken it and we are using it in different occasions and we find results so that's why i have suggesting that this is it's one of the important grita combination which can be used in bone health issues wherever particularly uh, there is a erosion and even there is a brittleness of bone or porosity of bone has increased and such type of things usually this is good thank you and a quick follow up you you mentioned it's a good balance to not increase the signals nikata to uh, you know more than an extent so if i have a choice between ashwagandha grita in a grita form or uh, and and then any any form of tiktaka grita which one would uh, you suggest between these two for improving bone health and how do we know which one if, if ashwagandha grita can maybe increase this nikata to an over extent or something because it's a very fine balance and it's i'm curious to know how you decide on these ashwagandha grita usually contains ashwagandha kshira and grita that is the one combination which is available in market usually and if kshira is also added ashwagandha is there grita is there definitely it is a more snigdha when compared to panchatikta gudu grita because panchatikta gudu it is comparatively ruksha but it is in the form of grita format so it balances the rukshata as well as snigdha but compared to the which should be more snigdha than ashwagandha grita is more snigdha than panchatikta gudu grita so our intention is where to apply it if a person is very weak thin built and you want to increase his bone mass then ashwagandha grita is better but if you want to safeguard the bone health in case of a person who is above 45 years and there is a brittleness and porosity and such type things then then it is better to go for a panchatikta gudugrutha or mahatikta gudugrutha yes sir uh, and not related to uh, osteoporosis but just to uh, stress upon the general talking general herbs to maintain in menopause overall Uh, all the symptoms i have a theory that because estrogen is decreasing and in some cases chatavari is known to improve uh, estrogen and also media effect also comes into play i have a theory of including both chatavari and ashwagandha maybe in the form of tablet or powder in a general case it may not be in osteoporosis per se but in general case of menopause a woman approaching menopause that can be given in a very simple format chatavari and ashwagandha in the form of kshirapaka if it is given in the form of kshirapaka it even even takes care of even calcium part of it also so it is a very easy way of handling it snigdha is also there even uh, calcium is there and even the estrogen protective mechanism materials are also there and bone health maintaining materials also there so all of them in a very good format we can use it no issues with that moving on to questions that are come some doctors recommend bio identical hormonal treatment for women after menopause what are your thoughts on this bio identical hormonal treatment that is a hormone replacement therapy usually and usually that hormone replacement therapies are not uh, most recommended or even uh, is uh, expected out and we as ayurvedicians we don't uh, support that because most of these uh, hormone replacements definitely causes a lot of issues there are occasions like uh, when there is a prostate cancer prostate is has to be removed then certain uh, hormone has to be maintained for that there is hormone replacement therapy or even uh, even a breast cancer or ovarian cancer if very essentially we need to support by uh, hrt that is hormone replacement therapy then there is no issue otherwise for simple reasons if you go for a bio identical hormone supplement for from outside in a long run they themselves cause a carcinogenic and they themselves cause a lot of issues and of course that should be avoided yes sir. and general trend i have seen in especially in us is that younger young teenagers when menar when they attain menarche and in the initial few year few months to few years of their menstrual life it is expected for them to have a little bit of a 
delayed menstruation or early menstruation so initially it will be kind of irregular and over a period of time it becomes regular but uh, the western way of thinking in us and other countries is that the, the periods are missing for two or three months suddenly like uh, hormone repress- replacement therapy is the way to go in, in a young age uh, you know replace i mean when there are natural measures available and even the natural body when it matures and you know when the body grows the menstrual uh, health also grows and you know when there is a certainty that uh, menstruation can be restored in a natural way getting into hormonal therapy very early is not a very ideal situation so definitely i don't recommend that in a very early stages uh, going for a hormonal replacement just because one or two periods are missed and such type of thinking it's not all a good one only when i do come across a certain limitations in my practice that many times young girls will come with severe menorrhea dysmenorrhea so i mean metrorrhagia so in that condition there will be severe bleeding and i try to do with lot of medications many a times it will succeed in stopping the bleeding but in few cases it's very typically whatever the drug we use it may be even bolabaddarasa pradaranta kaloha it may be stiplon it may be bushanuga what sort of else but there will be no result so in that time we can't wait because bleeding is going on and it is going to the, the girl will going to lose a lot of blood so i cannot allow that to happen so i i suggest them okay go for hormones nothing no issues only when there is no scope for any other drug that can be taken but it should not be in a very early just one or two periods missed for that you just go for a hormone therapy that should never never be because the body should be allowed to operate on its own and it is a very good uh, thing which rectifies by itself it should be given scope to rectify yes sir and a question has come like what what is the usual dosage of pre- dosage to prescribe for tikta grita for bone health issues after menopause on a daily basis it's a 5 ml twice a day before food and uh, how can we support right after post covid vaccination this, this has become kind of a common now some people are taking like the booster dose and there is also theory that we should be taking one booster dose every 6 months uh, so, some theories are coming up and and many people are feeling feverish body ache lethargy headache uh, increased sleep i mean people are sleeping like 10 to 12 hours in a day and body ache and uh, respiratory distress cough and cold has become common with uh, the vaccines how to approach that what are the medicines and what are the therapies that we are thinking here see what i have observed in the post covid vaccination a very important um, disturbing trend what i observed is its effect on blood clotting coagulation and uh, we have seen certain uh, deaths also after the covid vaccination so that has to be taken care of whenever after a post covid exposure or a post covid vaccination patient complains of anywhere headache chest pain or numbness be alert there is a effect on blood vessels and blood so immediately the anticoagulants and the blood thinning material should be given so in ayurveda for that purpose we need to go for all amlarasa dravyas like naranga or nimbuka or even sweet lemon and even along with that maricha and even tulsi such type of sharp drugs are used in order to break up the path so that it can run then uh, clotting should not takes place so our criteria should behind this which is alarming for us that we need to maintain this particularly uh, it's, uh, it's affecting the blood vessels and blood so that component has to be taken care of otherwise all these uh, little bit um, cough cold body ache and these things will go off with regular mahasudarshana and sudarshana kwata and ananda bhairavarasa even tribhuvana kirtirasa with some medicines which can be easily manageable the only part is that has to be taken care of otherwise uh, we have seen people with 
a lot of issues and uh, even people have died after the even with the natural course of infection of the disease also landed in that type of uh, troubles and even post covid vaccination also people have landed in that trouble so we should be very careful in handling those type of diseases conditions yes sir a case study has come a female patient 35 years old pitta kapha prakriti constantly discriminated by parents uh, especially by mother with sibling from childhood Uh, in every quality uh, even equated her education also with other child even though had good ranking in entrance test and what on last hope a probably depression patient in everything depressed inferiority complex disconnected socially how to get out of her we need to be very careful like i have two daughters we need to be careful when praising one one and ridiculing other i mean there should be a, a delicate balance if the balance is not maintained by parents and the child is suffering how to go about it see very clearly we need to scold them when it is to be at the same time we need to praise them when it demands so we should be having the checks and balances simply always pointing out and curbing their things and going on scolding or irritating them and trying to tell them they are inferior and their approach is not good and everything every time that itself will make them weaker further and they become a later um, burden on the uh, family as well as even on themselves so that's why we should be very very careful in handling those type of things always and whenever we try to convey anything it should be conveyed in a manner which can be understood by them if you want to convey any information that you are feeling about you were about your uh, exams like this or anything like that it should be conveyed in such a words and the way accent and everything that it should not be annoying to them you should be able to listen to the what the uh, observation you have made if that type of uh, convincingly if you convey that this is the thing where you went wrong and you have you have all the scope to correct it in the next occasion please concentrate on this so when you give with a suggestion where you went wrong what should be done and how you can do it next time so when such type of things are explained definitely uh, they will not feel bad and then they will go for the correction mode otherwise simply blaming blaming and cursing and doing lots of things then they will be in a they'll just go inside they'll become go inside the shell and then that becomes a big issue later so i mean in terms of medicines uh, probably brahmigruta manasa manasamitra vatakam ashwagandha ristam all those things play a role those things will only play a role when a particular condition is demanding but here you know where you have went wrong what you have done wrong you correct that first so if you correct the way we communicate to the girl child or something like that and pamper them as required then definitely they will come out and that in those conditions when the, the tracks are clear and they are ready to do ready to grab things then some supportive mechanisms like uh, brahmigrita and these things if it is given definitely it will help them in their decision making and the clarity in uh, identifying the right and wrong and even absorbing and even improving the learning process everything will be probably parents should be brought in separately and they should be counseled like you know you're doing a little bit injustice to her and it's affecting her i mean though you may um, to the parents they may or may not be doing any wrong thing but in the child's point of view you know it's not going right so pamper them uh, pamper her a little and boost their confidence and you know try to make a balance so i mean bringing the, uh, taking them into confidence is also very important because whatever the medicines that we give to child if the parents are not uh, parents methods are not corrected it keep on it keeps on repeating and the same thing will go on definitely nidana if continuously pouring in then the new new pathology will be developing so nidana parimarjana meva chikitsa first you need to avoid the nidana what the nidana is nidana is your way of mentoring or your way of pointing out or your way of um, pressurizing so that itself is a nidana then then that is a causative factor that has to be removed first then we need to have a lot of other ways of mentoring it and we may have to spend quality time with them and explaining them what to do how to do where to do all these things if it is done definitely it will boost their confidence and automatically 
they later definitely do in come out with good colors so that is the way we need them to bring out of these things otherwise we are pushing them in deep into the depression yeah i, I see a lot of questions i will i'll make it a list we will discuss that next week just to end this on a uh, in a funny note deepthi ji writes in our household she has two daughters in our household we have we have equal opportunity of yelling means if one gets in trouble the other will also get get into trouble and both will be yelled so appreciating equally and also yelling also equally that's a probably a nice way it should be always that that entirely depends on the way you behave in the house if you are uh, supportive if you are um, so something like a mentor and you will be coaching or guiding them and trying to come out this uh, and bring them to a, such a level and when they perform and they do and you feel happy for them and if you show your happiness then definitely they will be in the right way just um, only pointing out the wrong things and when there's a good thing is there you keeping silent that is also not right so we always do that one whenever there is a sambar has extra uh, salt we point out today there is a more salt but when the sambar was nice we never say anything we simply keep and eat so that should not be we should always prize whenever there is a right thing and of course then only we have a right to point out the wrong things okay so that's a wrap for today uh, thank you all the participants uh, thank you all and especially thank you very much gurudev sir thank you thank you all the participants